y'all i'm sorry if i'm just like kind of sitting here i'm trying to fix still y'all it's a year in the making still trying to figure this out but uh happy friday how's everybody feeling i know i probably sound my voice is probably at a lower moderate tone than usual it's just you know i'm gonna be very truthful your girl's been going through some some shit <laughs> um just to you know the nitty gritty you know being laid off is not for the week by any means um i'm looking at myself in the camera and thinking kind of kind of raggedy but it's okay i'm human <laughs> but uh yeah, being laid off is definitely not for the week. It's, you know, you got to all the strength that you have, you know, you have to muscle that up to get up every day. And I thank God that I do have my son because, you know, it keeps me from just kind of laying around all day, especially during the week. You know, I have to get up. I got to make sure he's good. I got to get him up off to school, have to take him to school, have to pick him up. So, you know, it definitely keeps me moving in some sort of way. And every time that every day that I do it, I have to keep telling myself not to settle, right? But it's also like, bitch, you need a job because you got bills. Um, <laughs> I'm not understanding why like remote work is so scarce and people are afraid of it. Like when you are forcing employees to come into the office I feel like you're part of a micromanaging type of thing it's like you have to have some control right if you can't physically see what that person is doing then it's going to cause you anxiety and you must have people in the office and you must see them sitting at their desk and you must and it's like that's for your own personal gain that doesn't benefit your employee by any you know by any means I'm you know if I have to go into the office um I don't think I've told anybody this but to be honest I'm not sure how my anxiety levels will take it I'm a person who enjoys being remote because I am in my own space, I get to have my desk. How you know? Not saying you can't have your desk. Well, in a way, you can't have your desk the way you want it. You can, you can't, right? You really have to pay attention to what you're bringing. Um, but I'm a person who likes to listen to books while she's working. I don't necessarily want to have headphones on. Um, to do that because now I'm not really privy to my 
environment because I, you know, I tell my son all the time for which is like an ongoing conversation with him about how loud he has his headphones. And I'm like, I understand you're in the house and you feel safe and you're supposed to feel safe in your house. Get that understandably, right? I was like, but you still need to have it at a moderate tone so you can hear your surroundings and make, you know, make sure you are aware of what's going on around you. What if, you know, something breaks or, you know, we're in a townhouse and has stairs. What if, you know, I'm a, I'm clumsy. I have a bad ankle. So, you know, I'm mostly sometimes nervous going down the stairs because if my ankle goes out, for which not going what it doesn't, because if it does, I'm, I'm not going to lie, I'm fucking screwed and I got to have surgery. So that's what we're trying not to do. But well, what if I fall downstairs? And you don't hear me because you got your headphones so loud. So it's like it's an ongoing like conversation with me and him. And it's, it's a I'm gonna win it one day. That's one of them. I know they say you can't win or you know every battle or every war or however you want to put it. But this one, it's like, dude, I'm, I'm have to force feed this down your throat. <laughs> I will because I need you to comprehend what I'm saying. But that goes to say, you know, you have the headphones on in the office. You you are aware of your surroundings, but you really not you know, but you're really not aware of your surroundings, and you have to be cautious about, you know, what you say or how you interact with people. People, you know, I've seen plenty of TikToks where, you know, people have done skits or whatever, having a boss come to them and saying. Oh, you know, your coworkers feel that you're antisocial. You don't want to go out to lunch. And that will so be me. I feel like I will be the one that will get called into the manager's office or whatever to have this conversation. And it's like, it's not unnecessarily antisocial. You know, it's just that when it's time to eat, I want to go and just kind of zen out and have a peace and just take that 30, 40 minutes that I can to just kind of reel myself back in. Sometimes you need that time for yourself. You don't always need to be in a co-worker space, right? Um, I don't feel like I need you in my face or me being yours for you to get your job done. I think communication-wise is very effective. You know, I understand that <clears throat> an email can come off, you know, you're not too sure of the, the wording or whatever behind the email, well, then that's when a Zoom call or a Teams call or, you know, whatever, or Google, whatever you use to communicate, then you do that to get to get that across. Like, that's something simple. That's something that can be set up. Like, okay, let's meet at this time to talk. I'm one who, I hate meetings. I'm just going to, I feel like certain things that they have meetings for, I'm like, this could have been a fucking email. Like, we didn't have to sit here. For 30 minutes or whatever to, to listen to this. Like this could have been an email. And if I have questions, I have no problem reaching out and asking a fucking question. That's just my personal opinion about it. <laughs> That's just me. But yeah, I think even thinking about possibly having to be on site. And then it's like you have to calculate the drive. It's like I don't want to, I don't like traffic. My driving is, I'm not going to, you know, I, how can I say this? 
I have road rage, but I don't have road rage. I like to I like to put it this, you know, when you're in the car and you're driving, you don't like anybody. Old people, you know, young people, don't the the whatever color. Everybody, as far as I'm concerned, is up for fair game when you're in the car. I will call you every you dumb prick, you idiot, you donkey, you jackass. Like I don't care who you are. You there that's what you are. Cause in that moment you're doing something fucking stupid. You're in my way. I need you to move. It's too early in the morning for you to be doing 20 miles an hour on the on the street. And I live in Texas. Self-explanatory. You know, when from the moment that you get on the main road from my house, that is a that's 45 miles per hour, right? It's 45. So you doing 20, you're in the way and I need you to move. Grant, whoever you are. I don't, it, it, sometimes it's old people. Sometimes it's not. Sometimes you have pricks that want to ride your bumper. I had a prick do that. Why the fuck are you on my bumper? I'm doing 50 in a 45. Now you going to pay my speeding ticket. It's like, I drive, but I also drive smart because you ain't paying my ticket if I get one, right? But I'm saying I'm just, that's just everybody's up for fair game. So it's like that's part of the anxiety that I have too, having to drive. I'll never forget when I was working. This is right before COVID hit and it was kind of like a hybrid um, setup. Didn't know. You know, I was like, oh, I can work from home sometimes. Okay, that's cool. Thanks. Cool. So, you know, that's before, you know, COVID and everything kind of happened. But it was like, you know what? It was one of them weeks where I was like, you know what? Fuck it. I'm working from home on Friday. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to be down here. Now, granted, my job provided a shuttle, right? I just had to park, free parking, had to park, get on the bus, and the bus takes me to work. But it's like, I really didn't, I wasn't, I just wasn't in the mood. Not gonna lie, I wasn't in the mood. Like I will work, have no problem working, but I'm not in the mood to be in the office today. I just don't want to. So made that decision. Got Deshaun up, got him ready, got situated. Um, at that time, it was dropping him off at a daycare, and then a daycare took him to school. He's out of that age. <sighs> kind of really missing those days now, but hey. Um, but yeah, and then I get home. And I notice I need the most important component in order to work. My fucking laptop. I left it on my desk at work. So, <laughs> have to get in my car and drive. For which I live in, I lived about 30, 35 minutes. And that depends on traffic from my job site. So there was me in the car. And then on this day, I had my mom on the phone with me. And she stayed on the phone with me till I, till I made it to work. And when I was pulling in, pulling in, I parked. I was like, all right, mom, I'm here. I'm going to go up, get my last And I'll let you know. Let you know. And she's like, all right, uh, call me. You know, when you get back home or whatever. And so finally she goes, you don't need to drive anymore. <laughs> She's like, okay, good. you don't need to drive anymore. You need to stay on the shuttle. 
You you stay getting on the bucks. You don't need to drive anymore. So just that. It's like that adds anxiety to having to go to on site, you know. And if that's what I have to do, then I guess that's what I have to do. Um but it's not this whole journey is not for um the week by any means. I am trying to keep um my faith and I know that there's a plan. I'm a firm believer in that. But sometimes it's it's hard to keep that positivity and it's hard to, you know, to to keep that faith in. Stay on that positive road and know that something's gonna happen, it's gonna come up and this is what it's it's hard. Especially when those bills are coming in and it's not the money that you are getting is not matching the amount that's coming in to be paid. So the amount going out, you know, is your bank is red, it's in that negative and it and it hurts and you're not sure, you know, how much more you can take. And so you start telling yourself, okay, if I just, all right, I, I'll go back to doing what I was doing before, working in medical practices and working the front desk. And it's easy to get comfortable. Like, let's say that happens. I don't want to get comfortable in that position because I worked my ass off to get past that position. Someone who has two fucking degrees, I have a bachelor's and a master's degree, and I worked my ass off to get those to, to for my education to better myself. So to be in this position today and having comfort, you know, having that experience and getting rejection after rejection after rejection after rejection. I got one rejection at fucking Sunday at 12 a.m. Like 12, you know, it was after 12 a.m. But did we change working hours or something? Like who does that? Who sends a fucking rejection email on a Sunday at 12 in the morning? Like, that's really the first thing you want someone to see waking up on a Sunday morning, right? So it's like, we're not even in the fucking work week yet. Like, it's it's a Sunday. And it's already, you know, it's, once again, I'm sorry to repeat it, but it's, it's already a Sunday. We're about to start a new week. It's about to be the same week as it was last week. I need to make sure that I am pulling in as much energy for this upcoming week to get up, apply for these jobs, be there, be that, you know, the, wow, I just drew, drew a blank. I can't think of the word. I know what I'm trying to say, but I can't, I can't get it out. You know, be the mom, the active, there it is, you know, be that present, sorry, it's present. Be the present mom with my son. Make sure, try to keep it as normal as possible for him because as parent, as I get it, you know, trying to shield 
your kids from as much as possible so they can remain kids. You don't need, I don't need my 13 year old worrying about money. Well, mom, no, you know, let's, you know, that costs too much. Like you're 13, you don't need to worry about that. That's, that's my job. Right. So I get it. I understand it now that, you know, the things that us as parents, what we do to, to keep our kids space as normal as possible, especially with, you know, for me, I can, you know, it could be the, the, um, the remorse of the, you know, that negative of, all right, he's gone through his world has shifted enough as it is not by my doing, but it's my job to keep it as normal as possible, right? Because of the shift that he has had, it's my job to make sure that his life stays as normal as possible. So not bringing him over to this part of it. Does he know, you know, I explained to him, you know, mom got laid off. This is going to happen. Certain things are going to change, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, to him, I think he kind of went, I don't want to say one ear, not the other, because it's like, well, I'm used to mom. You work from home. So in your home, right? So he's not, you know, not knowing that after I drop him off at school, I come home and there are days where it's just an emotional wreck. I've never cried so much. I don't say in my life, but I remember feeling like this years ago when I finished, you know, Everest and looking for work and couldn't find work and just putting myself out there and again hearing the same shit that I'm hearing today which is funny because I have so much experience medical wise HR wise like so to hear you know oh we found you know we're going to move in another direction with someone who fits the position and it's like I'm looking at the job description and everything in your job description I fucking do so not too sure what that means um Getting ghosted by employers is, I don't, I don't understand why I do that. Um, I'm a firm believer of reputation and it only takes one negative review, right? For someone to really tell you, well, okay, yeah, I went and received a phone call, talked on the phone, shared my information, never heard back. Right. Sent follow up emails, never heard back. It only takes that, you know, and then it spirals. It takes that one for that person to tell a friend and then that friend tells a friend and then that friend tells two friends. So now you have this, you know, now it's out there that they don't call people back. You know, they'll pretty much waste your time. Um, have you on the phone. Make it seems like, you know, that everything was going well, going good. Um, And then for me, I think what's very irritating is because I do have a set of questions of my own that, you know, that I like to ask. And the last question that I like to ask is, you know, 
after us talking and me sharing, you know, my experiences and, you know, me sharing my thoughts and everything. Um, do you have any reservations about me joining? Is there, you know, anything that you may be worrisome about, you know, because I'm all about feedback because that's how you have a person improve. Like, especially if they're asking you, right? So to ask that question and to get, oh, no, you're great. This is wonderful. I think you'll be fine. I have no reservations. I'm going to pass this on, blah, blah, blah. And then to get the email of, oh, you know, we're going in a different direction or we're choosing candidates that fit more into, you know, the job description or whatever. So it's like, okay, but with me asking you, do you have any reservations or any feedback? Like that was your time to be like, well, you know what? As much as, you know, your background aligns with this, this, and this, it does look like, you know, you don't have much experience in this or we're looking for someone who has like, don't make it a waste of time. Cause I wouldn't, if you answered the question truthfully, I wouldn't, t- I won't take it as a waste of time for me. Cause it's going to be a learning thing. It's going to be a learning experience for that next interview that I have. Cause I will have my notes and go, okay, make sure I mention X, Y, Z. Cause I didn't mention that last time. Um, I did. That's Clyde saying hello guys. Um, I did receive, you know, cause I will ask also like, is there, you know, once you get the email and once you get the email from the recruiter saying they're going in a different direction, whatever, I will come back, you know, and say, okay, you know, can you explain, you know, um, can you provide feedback when you say you're choosing candidates that best fit the role? Like, what does that mean? But, you know, trying to get, once again, that feedback and an understanding. If I missed something, should have said something, whatever. Not a lot of people answer. That goes ghosted too. Um, or, you know, I got, I did receive one and everything that they said that they were looking for was like, kind of, it's like, I appreciate it because they, because she did answer me because I haven't received that a lot. But the answer that I got was kind of like a slap in the face a little bit because it's what I do, phone, customer service. So it's like, wow, you didn't ask me any of those questions you were strictly focusing on the hr experience and everything in the ta like you didn't venture outside of that you didn't ask if you know have i done anything as far as like front office or you know phone you know covering phones and ordering supplies and it's like you never you didn't ask me that so i didn't talk about it because you didn't ask me about it and based on the job description didn't know that I would need to include that when talking, you know? So that was kind of like, you wasn't going to move forward with me anyway, kind of thing. Like it was just, that was your excuse or whatever. It's, I don't want to say it's fine because it's not, it's, it's, it's crazy. And I get to a point where I go, I don't know how much longer I can, hang on meaning it's like how many breakdowns do I have left within me until I just like I see why people like not saying I'm gonna do it (laughs) just full disclosure that's not this is not what I'm saying but I understand why people like rob banks right because it's like I'm doing everything right 
I'm applying for jobs. I'm keeping my faith. I'm praying every night. And this is what I'm getting. And like I say, I know there's a plan in motion. And it's the being patient. But it's like at some point, something has to fucking give. And I don't know how much patience that I have. And I don't like where I'm at because I'm becoming very standoffish, you know, with my people. It's like, I don't want to talk on the phone. I don't want to, it's just, I don't want to be bothered. I want to just sit and have a good cry possibly watch Ratchet TV and go to sleep and wake up and then do everything and do everything all over again, you know. I, you know, I said I was going to take like a mental break away and I did and I didn't at the same time. It's like I kind of took a break, but I don't even... I maybe lasted like two hours, three hours, but I was back at it, right? Looking at jobs, filling out applications, following up with people, um, trying to get some type of response and, you know, posting on LinkedIn and going, and it's not that I'm not just using LinkedIn. I use LinkedIn, I use Glassdoor, I use a recruiter, I use Indeed. I use Monster, I use Career Builder, I use, you know, like, um, even the little things they have posted on LinkedIn, I've gone outside of those and tried to, you know, use other marketings, and I've revamped my resume so many fucking times, I've created cover letters, I, you know, I have a my notes that I use when I'm doing interviews to make sure that I'm hitting all, you know, those important key opponents and <laughs> you're talkative today. Um, hitting those, you know, those key opponents and making sure, you know, I show that this is what I do and this is what I'm good at. I just, I get it. It's a small pool with a lot of people in it and we're all fighting. It's like, you, you know that I understand that you know, but it's still, when do I get to stop fighting? I'm tired. I am mentally tired. And I think when you're mentally tired, that's just, it's kind of worse than being physical because it's like physically, you know, you can, you can rest for a day or two. Your body can, you know, but when you, when it's mental, it, it fucks with you and it's a constant, I got to keep going, I got to keep going, I got to keep going, I got to keep going. And so you just kind of go, when when does it fucking stop? And then you start to doubt yourself. And then, you know, you get messages, hey, girl, you want to go out? Or, hey, you want to do a girl's trip? Or, hey, do you want to do this? And it's like, I can't. I financially can't, for which... There's another thing, you know, 
where the fuck was everybody when I was working and I wasn't getting, you know, it's like, but now, you know, people want, you do, people want to do shit. So it's, it's exhausting y'all. And I'm trying really to keep, you know, my spirits up. I'm tired. I'm exhausted. It's kind of like you get tired of talking about it. I hate the question, oh, what are your plans today? My plans don't fucking change. It's every, it's, I do the same shit every day. I get up, I wake up, well, my alarm goes off and I kind of just lay there and I kind of, and I doze back off. But, you know, Miss Clyde Sassy Josephine here, she has her own alarm clock. So if I go back to sleep, she lets me sleep for a little bit and then she comes and she wakes me up. I mean, legit, like she pushes me with her paws. She's banging her head against me. It's like, I need to prop if I can get this recorded because it's probably fucking hilarious watching it. I want to see what it looks like. Um, but she wakes me up and then I get kind of get up and I lie there, look at the ceiling, close my eyes, say my prayers. And I go, all right, Heavenly Father, here we go. We're going at it again. Different day, same shit, pretty much. Get the strength to, you know, get myself up. There are times where I immediately just grab my phone and I go on job boards and I could possibly apply to two three jobs for even getting out of the bed in the morning and then get up. Get Deshaun up if he's not already up. Make myself take my shower because it's like I don't want to be funky. Take my shower, put my clothes on, take him to school. <sighs> Come back home, look for more, apply for, fill out more applications, put my name out there, doing whatever. You know, maybe chill for a little bit, get up. Get my son from school, come back home, chill, relax. Depending on the day, we may have practice. We may have other things to do or not. Come home, go to sleep, and what is it? Rinse, wash, repeat. That's where <laughs> that's where I'm at in, in this. It's a rinse, wash, and repeat thing. And I'm getting my head is banging against the wall and I'm getting dizzy and my head's starting to hurt y'all and it's 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 becoming a challenge I can't thank my parents my mother especially enough for all the help but it's like I'm not I've been doing this on my own for so long I don't I can't I cannot not support myself I'm a person who has to support herself, has to do what needs to be done and, and not being able to for this amount of time is like I say, it's, it's fucking with my mental and I don't know if my faith is still there and what, you know, may have to go back to doing medical practices and even then, you know, I've gotten rejection letters from there, believe it or not. Like, it's fucking crazy. You know, and I don't know if it's my HR experience that's hindering me from getting the front office 
positions or even just a phone call. I don't know if it's that. I don't know if it's all they see the education that I have. And it's like, well, no, she's going to, you know, they instantly probably going to, oh, well, this is $18 or $17 an hour. She's not going to, you know, why would we call this person? You know, they're going to want, definitely probably want to negotiate. And it's like, at this point, a bitch needs a job, right? Like, some, you know, right now it's zero coming in. So if it's 18, $18 an hour coming in, that's better than fucking zero at this point, right? Like I need, I need something coming coming in at this point. Um, I just needed to get this out. I kind of recorded this episode before and like a goofy, I didn't close the door to the laundry room so you could hear the dryer going off in the background and I tried to clean it up and it, <laughs> it didn't work. Um, so in not going to lie, when I realized, I was like, fuck, I'm going to have to redo this. I walked away. I was like, I'm not going to fucking do this right now. Because I was just, it was just like, kind of put your hands up and go, I'm fucking done. Right? Like, that was kind of the thing on that day. And I and it's been a while. And, you know, I had my moments where I'm like, oop, yep, I can do an episode on this. Or, ooh, yeah, let me do an episode. Because, you know, some shit that come across TikTok, I'll be like, oh, I got some shit to say. But I haven't been ready to get back on the mic. And today I was like, all right, bitch, you got to get up. You got to get out this funk. You have to. Can't You can't allow yourself to stay in this place forever. Like... It, you know, have, don't lose your faith. Don't lose your faith. I just tell myself every day, don't lose your faith. I feel like it's happening, but I have to keep pushing myself not to lose it and saying, I know there's a plan. I know there's something in the works. I know it's there and it's just keep doing, you know, Keep doing what you're doing. God help those who help themselves, right? So you get up every day. You apply for those positions. You reach out. You, you know, keep the fight in you going. Something, it's going to happen. It's going to happen. It's going to happen. Even though it's hard as hell right now. And I'm trying to keep my lovable, laughable, you know, corny because I'm I like corny jokes. Keep you know, trying to continue to remain to be me through this process is is is, is hard. Just you know, that's what I'm feeling these days for sure. And I know, like I said, I'm not the only one in this pool. It's a small ass shallow pool with thousands upon thousands of us in it calling and scratching and praying and hoping and fighting to get out for our necks but they just keep dumping more people in this small ass pool and we're all like what the fuck we're you know so I get it I get it. It's just, it's it's hard, y'all. 
it, you know, I can't express that enough. And it's, you know, today was just a day that I needed to get it out and redo it and just really be real about what's happening with me. Because this episode, whoever hears it, you know, this may be their, oh shit, I'm not alone. You know, sometimes people feel alone and then you hear something and you go, okay, I'm not alone in this. Someone else is definitely feeling my pain, definitely knows what I'm going through and it, and it helps and it works. So hopefully, you know, that will, this will help someone, right? I don't know. Right now, I'm just kind of like going off the dome and kind of just talking and kind of just going, you know, just trying to figure out what my next wording and I was what my next steps will be. You know, you have so many plans that you can think of, like definitely going to continue with my candy store. That's not going to stop. I've always wanted to do that. And I will do that. It's just, it's hard to do when you don't have, you know, that money flow coming in to support, to support it. Right. Um, You got to have, you got, you need money to make money. And right now, you know, I I need the money. I need to make the money (laughs) to put the money in to make more money. If that, if, if I said that right, and if that makes sense. Y'all know what I'm saying. But that's where that's where I'm at. It's still a go. Um actually started, you know, I'm I have to get better at it because it's it's you know, everything that I do is a is a I'm in the learning criteria of it. And I start, you know, I have shirts for my podcast. I'm I need to make shirts for the candy store. So I've been I made myself a sweater. So I've been walking around, you know, when I go out to stores and stuff, I make sure I wear my sweater so I can advertise it. I even have the QR codes on the back. Um, So you can just kind of zap it in. It takes you to, you know, if you like Spotify or if you like iHeart, it can take you to either one, which I think is fucking great. Something, you know, never seen done before on a sweater. So hopefully people thought it was unique and it's cute and have my picture on the back. And I'm going to say I'm cute in the picture, but whatever. Um, (laughs) So, you know, may, you know, may start getting into t-shirts, do the candy, have a candy store. Um, so it's like there, I do have ideas out, you know, just need to get there. And I know, I know it will. And, you know, the, you know, I guess not put so much pressure upon myself, but if I don't, then who will type, you know, I need to make sure. I'm good because I think I said this to my best friend. I said, I'm expensive. I work to afford myself. I don't need nobody else to afford me. I work to afford myself. So with me not working, that means I can't afford myself. And that's the big problem. Me not being able to afford myself. That's a punch in the gut. So that's what we are aiming for here. But, you know, I just, you know, I didn't forget about you guys. I'm here. I'm just having a struggle going through my storm. And I will push through the storm. I know. 
I know it's going to end. Um, I know there's an ending. It's just hard. But that's where, that's where your girl is at. That's why it's been a minute since I posted something. Don't, you know, I have to get better. I know this. <laughs> we all know this, right? You, It's something you love and just, a, you know, a bulldozer comes and just kind of knocks it down and you have to scramble to get those pieces back up. It's going to take a while to get those pieces back in play, but it will get back in play. I have the faith that it will get back in play. I won't lose my faith out on that, not, you know, have to keep it for myself. Okay, y'all, I know I'm kind of just ranting or gibbering at this point, trying to figure out where, like, where the fuck am I going with this? You ever just do that sometimes? Like, okay, you hear yourself talk and you go, okay, where am I going with this conversation? So that's where I'm at. So this is probably the time to say, all right, y'all. <laughs> Love y'all. Thank you for the support. Um, Be good, be kind to, you know, I, you know, we all have bad days. But don't go and mess up somebody else's day because you're having a bad one. It doesn't cost much to be a kind individual. So let's one let's love each other. Support each other the best that we can. Reach out to those strong ones. So you know, we all have those friends that are the strong ones and keep it together and light and and laugh and because I'm speaking for myself. We need to be checked on. Everything is not always rainbows and sunshine. So sometimes we just need that hug, need that embrace, you know, need to be checked on because it's hard. All right, y'all. Okay. That's it. That's it. I promise. But love you guys. Thank you. Be good. Be kind. Peace.